Uh, good morning again. This is uh, Walk and Talk number 91. Uh, it seems like technology has a way of disconnecting the live recording. Uh, this is Walk and Talk 91, January 6th. It's about 39 degrees. It's pretty cold. So the question today is, uh, will God help you? When you have trouble, when you have problems, when you need assistance, maybe any category of life you want to identify, the question becomes, uh, when will God help me? Why does God help me? Who will God help? So we're in James chapter 1, verses 5 to 8. James chapter 1, verses 5 to 8. So if you have your Bibles, turn there. But every day we have problems. Uh, I recently lost an important uh, document and spent uh, quite a few hours searching for it. Could not find it. And uh, in the next 24 hours, God, I believe... uh, gave me some help, and guess what? Found the document. So we're in James chapter 1, verse 5. It says, if any, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Verse 6 says, but he must ask in faith, without any doubting, For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. Verse 7 says, For that person ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord. Verse 8, Being a double-minded man, unstable in his ways. So the question is, who will God help? Will God help you? And I'm just going to gently say, God will help if you ask confidently. God will help you if you ask him sincerely. So the challenge for for us, challenge for me, challenge for you, is as you live your life, God is ready to help. God knows a whole lot more than you and I know. The Bible says that God's knowledge has no limits. He's all-knowing. Theologians call it omniscient. He's all-knowing. He knows everything. So he knows uh, your problems. He knows how to solve your problems. He knows what your problems are. But according to James 1.5, you're going to have to ask. So you have to ask God for help. I realize the first thing comes to a lot of us, our minds is, you know, I've done a lot of asking. I've asked God to help me in all kinds of situations, but I haven't gotten any answers. So, again, uh, consider, consider what's being stated here in these verses. According to verse 6, you must ask in faith without any doubting. So, 
if, if you ask God for help in one of your problems, in one of your situations, you're going to have to ask with no doubting. What does that mean? Well, that, that would include no worrying, right? That would include uh, no stressing. That would include believing that God is going to help. So when it says you must ask in faith without any doubting, it means stop worrying. So is it possible that you you do pray to God, you do ask God for help, but you keep worrying about the problem? You say, Roger, but I can't stop worrying. Well, maybe then the question is, your faith is like the surf or the waves of the sea literally tossing you back and forth. I think the essence here is confident faith, bold faith, secure faith, trusting God to give an answer, trusting God to help you in your problems. That means that you have to step back, stop being a control freak, stop trying to solve the problem because you've tried many ways and you have not solved it yet. Now it's time for you to, to exercise faith. Faith means I'm trusting God to help me. And it's a quiet trust. It's not stressed out. It's not worrying constantly over how the problem is going to affect you or who it's going to involve. Let me mention to you just gently. Every day, understand God is willing to help. He's not stubborn. God is not, has not quit on you. It doesn't matter who you are because the text here says in verse 5 that he will give help generously. Remind yourself of the grace of God. Grace is that unmerited favor. Grace is giving help because God's good, not because you're good, not because of anything you can do or someone else on earth. It's just because God's good. The air that you breathe, you didn't do anything to receive it. The body that you have, you didn't create it. We, we have to back up and recognize God is the creator. And he is generous with his help. So he has the power. So you need to just gently say, okay, I believe. God is God. This means you're not God. This means step back. Lots of us go through life controlling. Lots of us are perfectionists. Lots of us are obsessive compulsive. Lots of us are bipolar. We, we say we believe in God, but then we freak out when the problems of life come at us. So here's where you have to build your faith. 
I'm gently saying the Bible says God is willing. He's not only willing, he's able. As I said earlier, he's omniscient, he's all-knowing, he's all-powerful, omnipotent. So the God that of the Bible, Jesus, is generous. Another word for that is gracious. If you want to go beyond that, think of the word mercy. So God is willing, he's generous, and get this. When you ask God for help, he will not shame you. He's not going to rebuke you. God is not going to uh, make you feel small. He's not going to embarrass you. So did you, did you pick that up in verse 5? But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach. So there's no shame. You see, that's where mercy comes in. If, if you have trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you get grace. That's unmerited favor. And then, because Jesus died on the cross, he paid the penalty for your sins, you get mercy. Mercy deals with removing the punishment of deserved punishment. So you deserve to be punished, but mercy, Jesus gets the punishment. You get forgiveness. So there's no shame. God knows that I'm weak. God knows that I, I sin. God knows that my faith wavers. God knows I'm imperfect, but he doesn't shame me. I feel shame, but he gives without reproach. Back up and understand, when you need help, this requires faith. Not faith in yourself, but faith in God, a God who's generous. If you lack wisdom, go to God. So I'm gently saying to you, pray. If you don't like the word pray because you think that's archaic, you want to come up with some different expression, a different synonym, then how about just talk? How about cry out? How about communicate? How about have a quiet time and just have a conversation with God? But you got to come by faith. Faith is that ability to believe in what you cannot see what you cannot touch, what you cannot understand. You, you're not going to understand how God can know everything. You're not going to understand how God has all power. He speaks and the universe is created. He speaks and the trees are created. He speaks and light. So we don't in our humanity, we can't comprehend this. But faith says, I believe in what I can't understand. Now this belief is in God. So he is a God who is all powerful. He knows everything. When you have problems, when you have trouble, just graciously 
humbly come to God. I find it amazing that the text is saying, Roger, no doubting. So apparently the text here in James chapter 1, verses 5 to 8, says faith means no doubting. It means that God wants to help the person who does not doubt him. So I'm a doubter, right? I doubt. My guess is you doubt. My guess is there are things you have lots of doubts about. Well, you're going to have to work on that. I have to work on that. God is willing to help the person who does not doubt God. God is willing to help you if you will fully trust him on your problem. This means you're not going to worry anymore. This means you're not going to keep stressing out. You're going to give it to him. I, I sometimes find myself with my problems. Here's how I can illustrate it. I have a problem and I, I put it in my hand and I squeeze it so my hands and my fist is closed. I'm squeezing the problem and God says, give it to me. And I say, no, I don't want to give you my problem. God says, I'm willing to help. And God says to me, Roger, open your hand. And what God wants you to do is to take your fist that's clenched tight like a ball on that problem. And he wants you to open your hand. He wants you to release your problem to him. We call that letting go. Let go and let God. This is doesn't mean now you become irresponsible. This doesn't mean you become flaky. This doesn't mean that you become foolish. This just means you're going to ask God for help. And he says, I want you not to doubt and give me your problem. So you continue to see the doctors if it's a medical problem. You continue to be wise with your money if it's a financial situation. You continue to use the best wisdom you can find. In the meantime, you're talking to God. God, I need help. I'm not going to doubt you. I'm going to believe that you're going to help me. So let me reread these verses again. James chapter 1, verse 5 And we're answering the question, who does God help? Or why would God help me? Or will God help me? So James chapter 1, verse 5 says, But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Verse 6, But he must ask in faith without any doubting, for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Verse 7, For that person ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, verse 8, unstable in all his ways. These verses are saying 
Faith creates stability. Stability comes by faith, by trusting God. God wants to be your secure foundation. And God's willing to help. He's willing because he's generous. He's willing because there's no shame. He just simply requires faith. No doubting. Just basic childlike faith. When mom or dad says, uh, that's going to hurt you, or yes, it's okay to do that, you can trust what mom or dad says. God is willing to help. My prayer for you, my prayer for myself, is grow your faith. This is Walk and Talk number 91, January 6th. Again, it's a cool 39 degrees, I have to say. It is chilly. But it's a great day. I hope you have a great day. I hope you don't take life too serious, but I, I hope you take God very serious. And I hope you grow your faith and you take your problems, you take your trials, you take your uh, challenges, and you ask God for help. And you don't keep worrying, you don't keep stressing, because those are horrible for your heart and your mind and your soul. We invite you to join us for uh, worship uh, this coming Sunday, 8 o'clock, 9.30 and 11 downstairs in the worship center and 11 o'clock upstairs in the upper room. Uh, we invite you for 6 p.m. as well. Uh, some of our services are live streamed. You can catch them on the uh, FBC Facebook page. It is uh, a blessing to be alive. It's a blessing to have God be so generous and so forgiving. Have a great one. Blessings.